Picture this scene with me. There's a young toddler. She's standing in the corner with her arms crossed, stomping her foot, and screaming, I don't wanna! Have you ever felt like that yourself? I have to be real. I know that I have felt like that more and more lately. My inner toddler screams, I don't want to wake up early. I don't want to get out and exercise. I don't want to have to be positive in front of those whom I lead. I don't want to post on social media again. I don't want to do the work that's required to reach more people. Am I alone here? Or have you been feeling a little bit more like that lately, too? As I mentioned in the last episode, we just wrapped up our series on the mountaintop of leadership. And we're starting one that I'm calling the muck of leadership. In other words, the harder parts that keep us stuck. By the way, the name of this series was inspired by one of my favorite books to read to my kids, Duck in the Truck by Jess Albro. Are you familiar with it? The silly duck drives in a truck and gets stuck in the muck. I think I have it memorized by now. Check it out for a good laugh if you haven't seen it. But anyway, we're going to start today in episode 20 of the Moms That Lead podcast with a little bit of self-leadership work that's pretty typical for our ground phase episodes. We're going to be working on addressing the muck of a lack of motivation, something that I think this year in particular has been good at giving us. As we've talked about before, it's pretty tough to stay motivated at a time where there are so many crises, both globally, nationally, and perhaps in our own families. But I'll share with you a few simple practices that have helped me to get the inner toddler to stop stomping her foot, at least temporarily, and have helped me to keep taking steps, at least small steps, forward. But first, the intro. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, just like John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever. And I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Let's jump in? Let's jump into what? The muck of being devoid of motivation? Why? After all, can't we just spend some more time in bed? Or maybe indulge in some good food, drink, or shopping? to get us out of this funk? Unfortunately, no. And no matter what comes our way this year or in the future, my commitment to you is that I'm here to help you discover your potential. 
or in other words, to activate your strengths. So yes, we're going to jump in. But first, before we get into this topic, I want to reiterate that I am not a licensed health professional. I do recognize that some of what I'm touching on could be symptoms of depression, and I'm not suggesting that the strategies that I'm sharing should be used instead of talking to your doctor about what you're feeling. With that said, let me take you back to a recent Sunday morning for the discovery of my first tip of how to get that toddler in the corner to move a little bit forward. As I mentioned, it was a Sunday morning, and I typically love Sunday mornings. They're usually a little bit slower paced. Usually the kids don't have too many activities on Sundays. And at this time of year, outside of Houston, Texas, the weather in the morning is usually beautiful. Also, most of the time on Sunday mornings, I get to sleep in. Or at least sleep in past the 4.45 a.m. wake-up call that my son being in high school cross-country necessitates on the weekdays. But this particular Sunday, I just wasn't feeling it. I really didn't even want to get out of bed. I was feeling kind of grumpy. And in that mood where you're just annoyed at everything, at whatever anyone says just seems to annoy you, please tell me you felt like that at least once in your life. I was feeling it all weekend. I could barely motivate myself to even do something that I love to do since Our church has been live streaming Sunday mornings. I love to go back and sit on the patio and participate in church that way. But this morning, I could even just barely motivate myself to get out there and click the mouse to get the live stream to start. But I did it. And while I was doing it, I was sitting there feeling a little bit grumpy, like I mentioned, and I happened to see a hummingbird fly in front of me in one of the bushes in our backyard. And I don't know what it was about that hummingbird, but for some reason, that moment just spoke to me and taught me that I needed to take at least a couple minutes each day to receive. And what do I mean by receive? What I mean is to just observe things around me, to let beauty kind of flow in, To observe without thinking, and maybe without feeling, or at least without feeling like I needed to do something about what I was observing. And it was kind of ironic that this all happened on a Sunday, as the more I thought about it, isn't that really what Sabbath is supposed to be about? About taking time to rest, to allow both our bodies and minds to rest, and to just be for a little bit? Now for you, receiving might be just looking at a piece of art that you like, or listening to one of your favorite songs, or maybe praying, or spending some time in contemplation or centering prayer. Maybe for you, it's just sitting out in nature. Another story from our household, we recently became chicken parents, our first time raising baby chicks, and they're now old enough to be outside in the coop, and I just love going out and sitting there in the coop and observing their actions, observing how they interact with each other, observing how they find their food, observing how they jump from the ground to the top of my head and just roost on the top of my head. (laughs) But I just love that time. And I think it's because it's a time where I can just receive. I'm not thinking about what I need to do to take care of them. I'm just watching. 
So I encourage you, if you're feeling like you just don't want to do something, or you just don't want to do anything, like that toddler in the corner, see if there's a way that you can just spend at least a couple minutes receiving. Now our second tip also starts with an R. You probably know by now that I like alliteration. After all, our leadership development path goes through the ground, grow, and give phases. And those phases lead to clarity, confidence, and connection. So yes, I like a little bit of alliteration. So after receive, our next tip is to remember. And this ties back to our last three episodes about the mountaintop of leadership. It ties back to what we talked about with regards to leadership vision and last week's episode about leaving a legacy, as well as back to episode 14 on finding motivation in difficult times, and even way back to episode 4 about finding your purpose. If you haven't listened to any of those, I encourage you to stop this episode and go do that now. But of course, come back. So what do I mean by remember? This is something that I have used quite a bit, mostly since we did episode 14. And what I mean by remember is to find a way to remember what you're fighting for. Remember what is important to you, particularly in your leadership. Why do you even lead? For me, it is helping every human being know that you have unique potential, that you have gifts that someone out there needs. Every single person, whether it's a person panhandling in the streets or a quiet mom who thinks that she has little to offer, or a leader in a corporation who fights imposter syndrome constantly, or a child who has been told that she will never amount to anything. Each of those people have something unique to give to the world, and our communities, our families, our nations will not be the same if they don't have the opportunity to contribute that gift. I fight so that people will know their inner greatness and be healthy and strong enough to share that greatness with those who need it. But what about you? What is your purpose? How about your leadership vision? What legacy do you want to leave? These are all big questions, and hopefully by listening to the past episodes, you've been able to at least put a few minutes of thought to each of those questions. But what I encourage you to do is to take your answers and pick the words that mean the most to you from your answers. Write those words down on a post-it note or put them in your planner or set an alert on your phone with those words. I don't care where you put them, but put them somewhere that they'll be right in front of your face when you need them. I'm actually just getting motivated just talking about this because I know that each of you has a reason that you're here and that you're leading. And if you can find a way to remind yourself of those reasons each day, the change that it's going to make in your life and in the life of the community that surrounds you is going to be huge. So after you've taken time to receive and remember, you might be out of the funk by now, but I'd encourage you to take one more step. Our third R is to rev up. Now, dictionary.com says that to rev up means to increase the speed or rate of, to enliven, or to stimulate. I kind of like those last two words the best, to enliven and to stimulate. For me, revving up means to find those small actions that really get me going. Now, this is going to be different for everyone. Your actions are going to be different from what my actions would be. But here are some of the characteristics of the revving up actions that must be true. First, they must be small. We talk a lot about just taking the next right step. When we do that, 
We're not talking about changing a huge habit that you have or starting a whole new exercise program or eliminating all sugar from your diet all at once or making a commitment to spend 20 hours a week reading a business book. We're not talking about anything huge. We're talking about something small that you can repeat and do consistently. Revving up actions must also be inspired by the person that you want to become. So if you want to become a senior leader in your organization, for example, maybe a revving up action might be reading an inspirational story about a leader that you admire. Or maybe introducing yourself to someone in your organization who you don't know. If the person that you long to become is someone healthy, maybe it's just about jumping into that pool for your first five-minute swim or putting your running shoes on for that first walk outside. Think about the person that you want to become and what small action can get you one step closer to becoming that person. That's ideal for a rubbing up action. And finally, it's best if it's something that you like to do or that has a reward that's fairly immediate. Either a reward that naturally occurs or something that you manufactured. For me, if I know that I have to post on our business social media pages, Maybe I reward myself right after I've got those posts done by spending a few minutes outside with the chickens. I don't know why I'm talking so much about poultry this episode. We had the duck in the truck and now a couple comments about the chickens, but we'll just let it slide. Back to you. For you, maybe you are treating yourself to a coffee that you don't usually purchase. Or maybe it's as simple as a sticker or a check mark in your planner. Find some way to reward yourself immediately after you've taken that small revving up action. So there you have it. Receive, remember, and rev up. Hopefully that's enough to get you out of the muck of a lack of motivation. One thing before you go. In celebration of our 20th episode, it's hard to believe we're already at 20. I feel like I was just celebrating our 10th episode. But in celebration of our 20th episode... I really want to hear from you. Can you answer this question for me? What is one challenge that you wish that moms that lead could help you with? Pretty simple, right? After all, this is your movement. And I want to make sure that moms that lead is set up in a way that it helps you to address and move forward from challenges in your life. Either DM me or email me with your answer at terry at momsthatlead.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, lead with love.